Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. One of the biggest mistakes which non-native speakers make is they often leave spaces between the words. That's because they learn from books, they're often around other people who don't speak well, and as a result, their phrases sound something like this. I will cook dinner today at six o'clock. Now, let's compare that to a native speaker. I'll cook dinner tonight at six, I think. Or, I think I'll cook dinner tonight at perhaps six o'clock. Or, at six o'clock tonight, I'm going to cook dinner. So, you can hear there's no spaces there. And even the best language learner often still leaves spaces or doesn't quite get the intonation right. Hello, I would like help with my English. My name is... You can hear there that each of those words, that they're put inside little boxes. Hello, I am. You know, and you have to really see English sentences like music. They have their own phrases. You know, if you play the piano and you just hit each note, bum, 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 it doesn't make much of a melody because it doesn't flow very well. So you need to be aware of your spaces. That you can't just shove everything together because it would be a bit confusing. For example, I will cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. I mean, who's able to understand that? Those words are just pushed together. So you have to kind of stretch them a little bit, but be careful not to leave spaces. I will cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. So it's still quite fast. Each word still has its space. Nothing is being pushed together, you know. Um, Let's listen again. I'll cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. Okay, so we're respecting each word. Okay, we are giving it space in the sentence, but we've taken away the spaces from between the words. And as we say it quicker, it still sounds very, very natural. Let's go again. You ready? I'll cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. I'll cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. I'll cook dinner tonight at six o'clock. So even as I say it faster, the words are still recognizable. Now let's compare that to the way that you shouldn't do it. I cook dinner tonight at six. That's just speeding up everything. But you still have to respect the words and give them their space. So that's the the biggest uh, mistake which non-learners make. And it's very easy to see a non-learner because they speak like children. It's very easy to recognize them, you know. Excuse me, can I have an apple, please? You know, so those gaps tell me immediately that someone's speaking 
and perhaps needs those spaces to reflect on what they're saying. It doesn't sound natural. That's, again, where shadowing comes in. Shadowing is really, really important to take away these spaces and to give you confidence because shadowing teaches you to speak a little bit faster as a native person speaks. Speaking of um, how a native person speaks, I had a dream last night. I was in a German delicatessen eating sausages stuffed with cheese. They were delicious. Really, I hope they were vegetarian. I didn't ask, but they were very nice. They were very nice. It was a bit of a strange dream. Um, in this dream, I was invited there by Jennifer Rush. You know that woman that sang, um, I think it was The Power of Love in the 1980s. Yeah, she sang the song Power of Love. And uh, uh, she invited me for sausages with cheese. And I went to show she did a lovely meal, Jennifer. I mean, it was absolutely delicious. Of course, it wasn't really. It was just in my dream. But still, uh, she did a lovely spread of food. There were sausages with cheese. And uh, this event was happening inside a delicatessen. So all around the walls, there were cheese, wine, and it looked like a very traditional kind of place. Lovely, lovely thing. Jennifer Rush lives in Germany, doesn't she? Isn't she half German or something like this? I don't know, but uh, she has some German connection. I remember that much. But, oh, it was lovely. Yeah, absolutely delicious. But the salads, I noticed, were all wet. They were covered with oil. They weren't dry salads. You know, here in the UK, when we're having a salad, they're always dry, and then we add the sauce, you know? Uh, unless it's something like prawn cocktail, maybe, where the sauce is already in the glass. But um, they, the, their salads were completely wet, completely soaked in balsamic vinegar or some kind of sauce. Very interesting. But anyway, really really delicious, delicious. I remember at the time just wondering if these sausages were vegetarian. Um, I think it's tomorrow is World Animal Day, which is a day where we support the welfare of animals rather than eating them to ensure that all animals live in a world where they are treated with compassion, respect and understanding. Doesn't that just sound like something from the Miss World campaign? Do you remember Miss World, that beauty contest where the women always wanted to be vets or working with little animals? Yeah, well, anyway, it says here, the observance of World Animal Day acknowledges various issues such as wildlife conservation, the use of animals in scientific research, and the welfare of farm animals, among many others. It says the day promotes action in the areas of education, animal protection, and advocacy. Now, can you imagine if that was read differently? This day promotes action in the areas of education. Oh, painful. 
painful to listen to. And so that's why you need to be joining the words together in some kind of musical rhythm. This day promotes action in the areas of education. Doesn't that sound better? It's not actually so hard. All you have to do is to take a breath and just push out the air. Once you have your breathing right, then make the decision to join your words together. That's it, you know. And even if you're not sure what you're going to say, use a filler. For example, this day uh, promotes action in the areas of um, let's see, education, animal protection, and advocacy. Doesn't that sound much better than leaving spaces? Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently uh, World Animal Day differs. Uh, it's on different days uh, this week in different countries. So yesterday, apparently, it was in Australia, and on the 4th of October, that's tomorrow, is, I think, America. Mm. It's all celebrated uh, this week anyway. And it says here, um, koalas, oh, that's those little bears that sit in trees, isn't it? Koala bears have fingerprints remarkably similar to human fingerprints so much so that they are difficult to distinguish under a microscope. Oh, really? Mm, interesting. <clears throat> um, and also dogs can hear sounds four times the distance that uh, humans can. Oh, really? Well, that would explain my cats. Every time I uh, walk past his feeding dish, <clears throat> he kind of gets excited. He knows I'm near it, I think. Um, oh, very interesting. Let's just do one more thing about the spaces between the words before we finish, okay? So, deep breath in. Since many animal shelters and welfare organizations need extra help on World Animal Day, okay, so what I'm hearing from a lot of students is since many animal shelters and welfare organizations need extra help, brutal, absolutely brutal. So make sure that you are putting your words together to get rid of that feeling and expression with those spaces because it really is brutal to listen to. It's not nice at all. Since many animal shelters and welfare organizations need extra help, not actually so hard, you see. Really isn't hard to pull your words together and there we are. So that's it for me today. I hope you've enjoyed this. Remember, no spaces between words, please. Just push the words out on your breath. And then you only have to use intonation to lift them up for a more rounded sound. Thank you very much. See you. Bye.